This Life for the whole person. Black star. Life is a cold verse. Fight for the whole person. Cause life yes, is a cold verse. Yes, Fight for the whole person. Cause life Mathematics is a cold verse. Mathematics is still in the hour of chaos and God, power, love. Top of the tower of Babylon. Great, great, still gating, elevate above all hating, all things. Grace, enthusiasm, sincerity, passion, known through the classes. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World Presents. I'm not Dave Wrestling Podcast episode number five. Yeah, we on episode number five. This week, I got my man Shahid. Uh, he's pretty much taking over this week. He's on every show. It's not like he's not pretty much on it, but he's on the wrestling side today. What's going on, man? I feel like, I feel like Stephen A. Smith. He's got me doing everything. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm on the hockey show. So yeah, this is a special week. Jeff asked me to do this wrestling thing a long time ago. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then the the day before, it's like, yeah, you ready to do the show? I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like, I guess I watch this this wrestling for a week because that's a funny thing about me doing a wrestling show. It's kind of like I'm in a funny space when it comes to wrestling right now, where I'm only watching certain things and I don't feel bad about missing other things. What you know? That's the conversation I wanted to have. So what are the things, what are the, what are your reasonings for pretty much like putting a, a limit or saying nah on certain stuff or yeah, just, just, just talk, let's talk about it. The, because the toxic behavior involved in both wrestling itself and how we talk about wrestling has just pushed me to a point of like my time is limited and I'm only investing my time in things I actually want to enjoy that brings me happiness. And if it does not fit in that time frame. I'm just not doing it. Like, I don't work for any wrestling webcast. You know, I don't do wrestling. I don't get paid for none of this. So I don't, if I want to watch it, I just don't watch it. And, you know, the, and it kind of started, <clears throat> I want to say, with the whole when AEW came and it became like either or and everybody going back and forth and choosing sides. It's like none of us are getting paid by either one of them. Just watch what you want to watch and don't watch. And then racism stepped his foot in. We had to deal with all that, with a whole bunch of things that happened. And then the Saudi stuff happened. We had to deal with all, you know, all that stuff. And then it's kind of like you wake up one day, you realize a lot of these companies are run by people who voted for people who don't like people who look like us. And they're telling us to deal with it and get over it. And it's, and it's like, no, in between, like, so, and then you go online and you hear people complaining about stuff and it's like, you only seem like you actually having fun watch that. So all that's bad enough. But then watching the show and seeing stuff like the whole Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Lana storyline, it's like, I'm 40 years old. What am I doing? Like, why I'm like, and it's things like that. Like I'm watching this and it's like, why am I watching this? You know, <laughs> why? <laughs> The piss. The thing that pissed me off last night was that they doubled down on it last night, and I was just like, "I'm turning the TV." And that's when I texted you. I said, "Stop watching this shit. Don't you? We are not really going to even talk about it. So don't even worry about it." I, no. I, um, I'm watching something, and was Lana's complaint now? Rusev is a sex addict that wanted sex all the time, and I'm like, "Y'all married? You look the way you look. What?" <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh, that's why Rusev lost that match against Cena Mania. He wanted to have sex in the tank before that match. Like, what are we talking? Like, I'm just sitting here. And people want to blame Vince McMahon. Act like Paul Heyman's not on. Like, Paul Heyman's pushing this himself, too. And, like, this is this is the same company that's giving us all the great NXT SmackDown stuff. And I've seen this stuff on Raw. And I'm just rolling my eyes like... Why? I know why it's happening. Why am I? I don't need to watch this shit. <laughs> like I, I don't need to. And I'm actually not like it's all this stuff coming on now. And it's like I, you know, I, I had it on the background because I was at work. I'm like you know, I just watched the 49ers game. I'm about to leave work anyway because the show was fine up until that point. Mm-hmm. And that point got there, and I'm like, man, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too old for this shit. Like no, and it's been happening too long. It's just. At first, I just laughed at it. Now it's just getting annoying. Like you have, you starting a street fight over a wife with a clothesline. 
Like only in wrestling does that happen. <laughs> um, I think my I I what I've realized is, and with me just starting this podcast, it, it, what I've realized and what I've seen is like social media is it's a weird space because it's like this. Now you have your people on one side who actually get paid for it, like you said, they get paid to sit there, analyze, and talk about wrestling. Got no problem with that. That's cool. Then you have these people who would tell you, well, uh, don't watch this company because that company does this or whatever, whatever. And it just becomes some nonsense. And it's like starting to become a whole bunch of noise that I'm seeing. And I'm just like, what? Because everybody got an answer. Everybody has an answer. And I'm I'm not saying like every, you don't have your opinion. That's cool. Everybody has an opinion. If you want to state it, that's cool too. Even if it sounds crazy or whatever it may be. But then people say, oh, you should, you should do this. They should do this because if you do this, then you can do that. And I'm just starting to be like, nah, I just want to watch it and enjoy it. Like, because Raw has just become off and on for me. Like, I, I'll get to a certain point in Raw and I'll just be like, I'm turning this off. Well, I'm going to do something else. And that's what I did last night. I... Soon as she got in the ring, and I don't even think I made it to what you talking about. I just heard her just talking, 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 talking. I was just like, I'm turning this because I don't know where it's going, and I don't understand what's the what's the end game. What what can the end well, game that be? You got these two great wrestlers, right? And this is the best you come with them, and it's like this old thing that's playing off racial and sexual tropes. It's kind of like treat us like adults, or and the whole thing is kind of like. Wrestling's a PG thing for the kids. The average median age is for grown-ups. Who is this what we marketed to? Because kids are like, what is going on? Why is Lashley talking about tearing his groin with Lana? Did he not stretch? And then you explain how sex works. So then y'all deal with all that. If you're a grown-up, it's like, why would I care? This whole thing is just stupid. I'm like, I don't understand. This is a storyline that doesn't work on any of these levels. It don't work for the kids because it's too adult for them. The grown-ups roll their eyes because it's stupid. They fighting her. Because if it was a real husband and wife thing, we ain't fighting over this in wrestling. We selling this in the damn street. And we, at the same age when we saw when it was like family stuff, Stone Cold put up at the crib and Pillman put a gun out. It was like <laughs> right? this whole, I, I see you at SummerSlam. <laughs> Like no, right. it's like I'm, show, I'm showing up to the crib. Like we seen, even Randy Orton Triple A, they was on, they showing up people houses. Triple yeah. H terrorizing Randy Orton fake wife and threw him out the window of his own crib because Randy Orton basically sexually assaulted his wife and handcuffed him, made him watch. Like they was like, no, it's real life hands on sight stuff, even though that's wrestling. So if we've seen stuff like that, and we've seen stuff like Jake Roberts, damn sick of damn snake on the macho man because it's that type of beef. This stuff just seems stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna get in the ring and clothesline you. Yeah, that, that that should work. Not fist fight. Not just immediately coming in and start punching you. Father of your unborn child because you kept having sex with me. Uh, yeah, that's how it works. works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I would hope that's like yeah. That's that means y'all fertile. Congratulations, and the and it makes it worse because they married in real life. And Rusev is at the point. And Rusev, he's like, just cut the check. And because he's done interviews, like, I don't mind going to Saudi Arabia because they pay me a lot of money. And my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is like, paid me the way. So he's like, you know what? God has my back. Give me my money. So he don't give a damn. And Lana, I don't know if she had thought in real life, but she plays one well on Instagram and total deals like that. They like, just cut the damn check. So they don't care. And you know, Lashley don't care. All right, boy. Yeah, he's saying, wait, because he's yeah. the money. But yeah. it, it's just. I don't know. But it's, it's just dumb. It's kind of like, this is your real life husband and wife, and I know it's acting. Well, I always laugh at this Rusev expressing like the faces he makes and everything like that. It's like, I just hope that check clear. I, I just bought a new house. <laughs> I should and die. His woman, it's almost like, I should, I should die having like to see something like this. Like, yeah, so, and it's too much of that stuff take away from all the fun stuff, because the show I mostly watch is NXT. And I enjoy watching NXT, especially now since they've been on TV and Survivor Series season. One of the things that's happened is like NXT is looked at as a big deal. It ain't looked at as slumming anymore. So that's how we get AJ Styles and the OC show up at Full Sail. 
to have a match. That's how we got Walter interacting with Seth Rollins. You ever thought you were gonna see him on nope. WWE TV anytime soon? Nope. And it's like, oh, and you in Manchester, like, um, hey, cuz, where the where the toll at? <laughs> like it was just natural. Like you coming in our backyard talking that shit. So yeah, you gonna catch you gonna catch these foreign hands, and it's just fit. And it's like them treating NXT as a third brand, like a third equal brand, has made everything better because it makes Raw and SmackDown better because like you don't know what's happened. Shayna Baszler's elevated. She's like in a whole different. It's a whole different audience now that gets to see her. It's like, oh, this is a badass. So this, this is what all these nerds were talking about that was watching on the damn network. Because there's a lot of wrestling fans that probably don't have a network. Yeah, it is. It is. No, and, I, and, and I think I noticed that maybe like the first couple of years it was out that you know people was like, oh, I don't have the network. I'm like, oh, streaming. Okay. What's like that's people. You gotta explain how Netflix. I got people. I gotta explain how Netflix works. Like everyone doesn't, everyone doesn't know like streaming. We just assume that they do because it's so ubiquitous for us. But it's like you ain't into it, you don't know. So yeah, so that part I've, I've liked, and the ratings have actually improved. Like you know, SmackDown ratings have jumped up to now almost as good as they were when they debuted. Raw's been creeping up, and NXT has basically closed the gap with AEW. So people enjoy what they're seeing on TV, and I've enjoyed watching NXT and. I know AEW had a pay-per-view. I'm not an anti-AEW thing. I've tried. It's just not for me right now. It's just, and, I, and, I've ex- and I've accepted that. I don't have any problem. Like, And I'm leaving the politics out of it because I can't be a hypocrite because it's kind of like they both trash at the top. So it's not even that. It's just they got too many people on there I don't care about. And you know what? You're the perfect person to have because I think everybody I've had on here so far somewhat enjoys or watches AEW. So would you like to explain a little bit more, you know, so you know people can understand I mean, what you're doing? I've i it's definitely a high end product. It doesn't look cheap. It looks professionally done. And when it's the first company since WCW that was not WWE and I'm not really counting New Japan that's like American that looks professional. That looks like high end. Presentation is fine. Commentary is fine. You know, Jim Ross is old. He's still Jim Ross. And I've always been a Tony Schiavone fan. He seems energized. And for the most part, the storylines have made sense of how they talked about stuff. My issue is like, one, the, the race thing is noticeable. This whole is basically a bunch of white guys beside a few people. It's noticeable. And them talking about, oh, well, we got the first thing. We got a dinosaur. <laughs> like, no, that shit ain't working. Like, and you supposed to be the anti WWE. We're not gonna make this. You can't talk about how you're gonna make not make the same mistakes WWE make and do the exact same thing and double down on it. So that's one. Two, they don't have enough people I like that I actually enjoy watching. It has nothing to do with like Emory since like I'm not a fan of the Young Bucks. Their matches, like they're excellent tag team. They're very successful. Good for them. I don't I don't like watching them. Kenny Omega, I don't like watching him. Has nothing to do with skill level. I, they don't interest me. Cody Rose is fine as an idea. I love that he's successful. I love that promo cut. I don't like watching his matches. Chris Jericho's Vince, Chris Jericho, Vince Neil out there, a fat drunk, and he the champ. I don't like watching him and his MAGA squad, like him and Swag and Hager, and like no, it's too many people. I don't. That's on there. That either I'm indifferent towards or I just don't actively like. And it's you want me to give two hours? Like I've and I've tried, and I'm still gonna try next like that because kudos to Scorpio Sky for doing his thing, even though it's like Chris Daniel Kazarian. I don't care about them either. There's too many people in the women's division is is trash, and it's not their fault, but it is. (laughs) I mean. And Impact has all the good women. So until until AEW gets women from stardom, you're going to have people... If I hear one more time how Britt Baker's a dentist, I'm going to... Don't be talking those Michael Cole jokes if you do the exact same thing. Well, that's true. Vince is Britt... You know she's a dentist? Like, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe somebody new watched this week. You got to tell them that. It's like, no, I'm... I'm gonna still give them a time. I'm not writing them off, but those are reasons why I don't. And I'm not mad at any fan who likes AEW. 
and that's fine too. And I don't even mind like all the pot shots they do because it's like you know whatever. Wrestling's petty, and I know AEW can't help themselves. They want to crack their jokes at WWE's expense. So what? That's cool. But that leaves yourself open to like you know if you can dish it out, be prepared to take it. You know you make salty jokes. Don't be mad when people be making women's division jokes or black people jokes. Yeah, that's true, and I think that's that's me watching AEW and actually enjoying because I'm always I always notice that I'm somewhat different because I do enjoy Omega and Buck matches, which you don't, which is like fine, ain't no big deal. But the black, I'm just like, okay, you got you got you know, uh, Pentagon Junior, and that's good, cool, and you got uh, Ortiz and um, Santana, that's cool. But school you got Gilson. Sammy Guevara. You got Sammy yeah. Guevara. Y'all keep telling me he's gonna be the next Eddie Guerrero. I'm like, why? Cause they who, both Mexican. Who, who told you that? You been here? You don't hear people saying, "Oh, you know, he looks like Eddie Guerrero." Why? Why he look like Eddie Guerrero? Uh, based like based off based off what? Wow. Yeah. And as I was saying, <laughs> you got Scorpio Sky. He looking kind of lonely. So I'm just like, and 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 the problem I have with that is there's a lot of black wrestlers male that's out there like mm-hmm. how, how how hasn't uh chris bay and D- darius lockhart haven't been signed yet y'all how, how, maybe they have had the conversation i don't know but hopefully they have um yeah, you can't just keep blaming triple h over and over again for signing everybody at nxt like after a while especially when black wrestlers who not got signed like look i'm good sign me yeah. And, you know, it's like Jonathan Gresham's in ROH, so that's one they can't sign. Like, it's people that's like, you know, Willie Max and Impact, so they can't sign him. So that applies to a few. It's plenty that's in the indie that are not signed that you could sign, and for whatever reason, you don't. And too many times it comes off as, like, the, uh, the Vanity Project WCW version. Like, you know, I'm, the stuff with Cody and Tony, I'm like, yeah, that was cool. I liked it when Ric Flair did it with me and Gene in 93 when Spark wrestling Vader. Not long ago that like it's you know, I'm seeing Tully Blanchard come out and all stuff with Sean Spear. I'm really care. I'm like, yeah, Tully was the man in the eighties. Like it's yeah, like I'm you not, doing WCW two and it's like cool, I guess, but WCW had more brown people. And and that's my sticking point. And I just remember that interview or that uh whole scrum thing they had where Rich had asked about that, and he was like, "Oh, by the end of the year," and I'm like, "Bro, it's November. What's happening? How, how long? Like, when is stuff gonna? You gonna can, see what you gonna do? You you kidnapping Keith Lee? Like, <laughs> by the end of the year, it's gonna be different. All right, you bring a master. You gonna buy out Master P? Like, now, what's I, going? I did hear that they actually signed um Big Swole, the female wrestler. So okay, that's another male female. So that's cool. But I'm like. Yo, it's brothers out there yeah. that's not really wrestling. So you know, you know, my biggest issue with AEW: the people run are corny. Like Cody Rose is corny, and I don't know if I talked to you online about this whole thing. You remember when Cody Rose had an interview and he told me how he was colorblind, so he had a conversation with Brandy, and then he realized how that was important. Yeah, I remember that. And people and people were giving him props for saying that. Mm. Why? Think about who Cody Rose's father is. Was Dusty Rose colorblind? Hell no. Dusty Rose leaned into it for better, for worse. And a lot of people say worse. Some people say better, whatever. Like Dusty Rose cutting promos, like, yeah, I saw Tommy Smith and John Carlos put up their black glove. That's why I got this black club glove right here. Cause we all need to be treated together as people. And like, he knew exactly what he was. He marketed to him or something like that. Like Dusty Rose and Race went hand. He was basically like, you know, I'm the people champ because I'm just like y'all. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it came in like cooning, and sometimes it came off as like you know it viable. Matter, it matter, it matter which uh, which show. <laughs> which yeah, matter which show but was it was always out. like you knew Dusty Rose knew about black people interacting and talked about that. Yeah. So for the son of Dusty Rose, who grew up in both Texas and Georgia, to talk and worked in WWF or WWE for all that time, did not realize color was a thing till Brandy told him. Is kind of like, how does that happen? I mean, I when I first heard that, I was like, good for Brandy for telling him, yo, no, that's not the, what you're saying. It's insane. I get yeah, more props. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad for her, but I'm like, how did it take that long? And it's like, oh, that seemed benign and stuff. It's like, 
But you see that, and you know who the Young Bucks roll with. You know who the cons gave money to. And you see Chris Jericho and his squad and how some of them roll. And then it's kind of like a lot of, you have a lot of pieces that fit toward how booking looks at. And it's like, you're going to ask questions and you're going to get uncomfortable answers. Like, you don't want me thinking a certain thing, giving the benefit of the doubt, but it's like, I know how they operate in real life and I see what they put on TV for me. And I see, you know, that Master P, that No Limit shirt he got on. It's like, oh, it's so be a joke. I'm like, that shit's corny. Even if it ain't like appropriation, which if you could lean toward it, it's corny. Like, and I'm like, I'm, I don't like corny when WWE does it. And I don't like when AEW does it. I don't like corny stuff that's like pandering. That too many of them are corny. And yeah, I'm past you, that. You almost, it's like, okay. If, if this if the company had a lot of black people in it and he did that I wouldn't like have an issue with it but it's like it's a bunch of white guys like I hate to say that but it is like a bunch of white guys and you throwing a, a, a rapper a reference that black people would know but you barely have any black wrestlers and it's like it's almost where it's like everything don't have to be like you know the Jordan Miles shirt to kind of like be you looking at it sideways. It's like too many times it's like they laughing at us. And and fans are like defending them to laugh at us. And it's kind of like, no. Between the Hulk Hogan stuff and the Kofi stuff and that shirt and all this, like, no. I refuse to just be, why don't you just take it as a joke? No, fuck you. I'm not dealing with that anymore. If you don't want me to watch your show because I ain't your demographic, cool. I won't watch your show. And that's fine. You get to do whatever you want. And I get to do whatever I want. That goes both ways. And too many times I've watched AEW where I feel like I'm getting laughed at. And if I see one more damn John Moxley powerbomb somebody through a coffee table or set somebody, whatever stuff they're doing, like, cut that shit out. Like, I I didn't watch Full Gear. I heard bits and pieces. And I know a lot of people seem to have issues with that last match. Talking about, like, you know, if you're into torture porn and Saw, this is for you. But this ain't what wrestling should be like. And I'm, I've always made jokes like, you know, power bombing somebody through thumbtacks for a two count seems kind of counterproductive. Like you can't make, people make jokes, like you can't make jokes about, you know, Adam Cole getting a two count on the Canadian Destroyer or women doing that. And that's, you know, that ain't wrestling. But then they, it's, yeah, that's, that's why I'm not a fan of AEW, Jeff. It's because they do too many things that pisses me off. And, it would be fine if nothing else was on. NXT is on the exact same time. And NXT markets, it's an NXT markets to me. I like watching NXT. I enjoy watching NXT. So on one show, I got Chris Jericho cracking jokes and having Virgil out there talking about breadsticks. And I turned the channel and I got me and Yims with a Wu-Tang shirt and Tim's laying some out with a handle stick. What you think I'm watching? <laughs> well, I... I, I... I'm greedy, so I watched both. So yeah, yeah like I'm watching both of us. Like I'm watching that, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, and I'm seeing like you know these badass women doing this, and then this other woman wrestling in slow motion. I'm like, no, NXT, and it's kind of like except for NXT is part of WWE. It doesn't feel like part of like NXT is cool. It's fun. Like I enjoy, you know, and it moves quickly with the two hours, and I enjoy watching it. AEW has some cool spots here and there, but it got too many things that just had me rolling my eyes. Yeah, um, I watched the full gear. I well, the wife looked out. She was like, you know, I know you wanted to go, and so she ended up getting it because I really was not coming off that money this time. I would, you know, whatever. But uh, so I watched it, and we got to that match, and I and I said it on um somebody else's show. I was just like, that match would have been great in my teenage years. You know, ECW, I was all into that. It was cool. You know, I would have been, oh, yeah, this match is awesome. Me being older now, I'm just like, yeah, it was a good match, but yeah, it was just, it was, it was okay. Like, it didn't move the world. I'm not offended by it. Uh, I do think that maybe the match went a little bit too long, but, you know, somebody might say it was the perfect time. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But it was just a match that I think John Moxley is should be far removed from. But I guess that's what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Renee is like, I thought you grew up. <laughs> right? Yeah, I saw those uh She probably coming she probably coming home like Like what what? I thought she would pass like she like probably Adrian Balboa like, you know, 
You don't what are you have to doing? do it. Like you don't have to do. Like okay, if y'all wanted to have that match, but fine. But some of the spots were like, okay, Renee, this is Renee. This is what I do. You knew who I was before I met you. Like, grow up. Um, <laughs> hey, really? Like, and, and and Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega is like a, a okay. This is my issue, and I can finally say it. I feel I got the perfect person to say it with. Kenny Omega should be treated the way they treated Roman Reigns. The way WWE was treating Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. this is your new company. You know all these people, all the fans are, <clears throat> know who he is, but you're treating him like he's a mid-carder. Yeah, yes. okay, I, I, I get it. I do get it. They they know. They don't want to push everybody in the group, and you know we all you know work in the back, and they are aware of that. And I appreciate that you want to get these other people over. But one of y'all out the group got to be pushed. I don't care which one it is. If it's Cody, fine. If it's Omega, fine. If it's the Bucks, fine. All of y'all sitting around just losing, losing. Come on. And you and you hate. Yeah, it. it's. You I mean, it. I know why. Because they don't want to be this whole nepotism is a thing. Because we all executive vice president, so we won't have title. Can't just about us. And it's like, okay, that comes with a. But a lot of people that's watching are because of you. And they don't want to just watch you guys lose all the time either. So yeah, so I'm, so I'm like one of y'all got to do it. And I pre- like I, the one I really appreciate for me is personally the Bucks because everybody said, "Oh, all they're gonna do is put their sales on, on the top of the tag division." And I'm like, no, we have to lose. You don't need roles. to. We got to lose the yeah. roles that we can lose all our matches and still get over. Yeah, it's like the Bucks are established by now. You're gonna feel the way you feel regardless. They don't have to do anything else to be established as what they are, and they're making plenty of money. Cody Rose is like, you know, Cody Rose is almost kind of like Triple H, like, it don't matter. Yeah, that's why, that's why, and I saw people saying, oh, he, he should have won. Why? Why should he win? I mean, the only, the only reason he should have won is because I'm, I'm sick of seeing Chris Jericho, but I don't <laughs> mind him losing. So, I mean, I don't, I don't mind him losing, so that doesn't bother me. So, you know, and the whole MJF thing, he should be him. Like, I, that's enough for, I can't stand it. Oh, I, I yeah, I remember it. you. I remember you saying that. I, it is nothing. He's just a dude that punches down. He a white guy that just makes fun of people. How's that? That's not hard. Oh, look at you, fat boy. How you gonna have kids? Wow, you making fat jokes in 2019? Aren't you the? Aren't you so brave? Like it is nothing. It is nothing that he does that anybody else couldn't do if they wanted to. You don't think the men could do that if he wanted to? I mean, if yeah. WWE let him be a dick, a dickhead. Like, trust me. Triple H used to do that all the time, and was and was way better at it. Like people remember how how much how much of an asshole Triple H was. Like the DX version, not the Evolution version, not the whole racist version. You know, not just because he didn't say stuff about Booker T. He said stuff about people forgot when he called Eddie Guerrero a jumping bean. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're pulling, pulling numbers that when they're pulling numbers at the Royal Rumble and he stole Ric Flair's wild and keys. So yeah, that's why I'm like, y'all like that. And my friends like, yo, he's so cool. He making these jokes, and I'm like, anybody can do that. Anybody can do it, but he's still really good at it. I, I have but, no. No, here's the thing. He's good at it, but it's noticeable because no one else does it. Is he good at it, really, or is he good because compared to the fact where it's like it's just him doing it? I don't know. I what I this is what I'll say. Seeing him doing it in a big arena now is different. See, you know, when he was in the smaller arenas, it came off funny and great. I don't know how long you can do that. I mean, like Andrew Dice Clay had a shelf life. True. That's all he is. That's all he is. He come out there with that goofy scarf and all that, and talking about this like it ain't no way I'll sleep with you. You my DMs, you fat cow, like, huh? Like, oh, that ain't any dickhead on Twitter can say that because any dickhead on Twitter says that he just happens to wrestle. That shit ain't that shit is not hard. Trust me, it just sounds cool because we don't do stuff like that anymore because we've grown up and we know like stuff like that's trash. So when somebody's a throwback, it's like, oh, I miss those days when I can assault people who couldn't defend themselves. Like a a white guy with a scarf talking about everybody is not cool to me. If it's cool to other people, 
that's good. It, it's no talent involved whatsoever. And I've always said being a dickhead is easy because everybody's dickheads. It is not as talented as people make it out to be. And people who think it is just wants excuse to be looked at as a dickhead themselves. I mean, if he's not a dickhead really backstage, he's he's doing a great job on TV. That's what I will say. Um, I, that's that's cool. That's great. I, I hope he's not, I hope he's not one in real life. For that yeah, but so but and he was supposed to be a baby face. No, he was always no. the, the crazy thing was the only time people cheered for him is when he came out there and helped Cody. Any other time people would boo him, like they would do the little uh, other like uh, YouTube shows and stuff like that. He was a heel on it. But my question is this. Why is why is him why was him and Cody Rose friends? Okay. On the surface, it was supposed to be they gravitated towards each other somehow. I forgot. I know I, I it was like older videos I remember and Cody was like, oh, you know, he's cool. Or whatever. And he was trying to introduce him to the Bucks, and the Bucks was just looking at him like, whatever. But behind Cody's back, when he was alone with people, he would be like, I don't let I don't like you, fuck you, whatever. And when Cody come back, oh, okay, guys, no, he would play both sides. That's how I initially started. Okay, so, that makes that makes more sense because I'm like, why is it coming out to help Cody roll? Like, why would Cody Rose roll with this guy? Yeah, he was always nice and stuff over to him, but <laughs> nobody else. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, I think I the one thing I've enjoyed, maybe not his matches, but the character of Chris Jericho is hilarious, irregardless of his little outside ventures and what he liked politically, because yeah. I can't believe he did that on his podcast with that last podcast he put out, but. Irregardless, I think he's found a way to market himself, even in his, you know, his older age, 2019. He's like, you know, catchphrases because, you know, because he can still pop a crowd and he ain't doing it in the ring because he ain't doing 20, uh, five and six moonsaults in the ring no more. He ain't got but one. I mean, you see it one time a match. Uh, but yeah, I think that's fair how you feel about um, AEW because I've always felt like that. The people who don't like it shit on it and shit on it. But you like you saying you give them a chance and, and or either they try to say, oh, well, you know, NXT does this, this, this. This is why I'm watching AEW. And I'm just like, yo, didn't you listen to anything CM Punk said? Watch it all if you would love want to forget what people say. It's all out there because remember, it was a time where shit. All we had was WWF. Mm hmm. I mean, if you, and I'm talking about for people who mainstream people who don't watch independence and stuff and not going to the tapes. It, yeah, it's a lot of, I mean, now it's easy because, like, you know, you can watch anything on YouTube or online or on TV. Like, this indie wrestling comes on local TV here on Saturdays. It's like world championship class wrestling. It's not world, it's like WCCW. And I saw a Chavo Guerrero MVP match. Oh, wow. In front of like it seemed like like sixty people were watching. It's like yeah, if I turn on the on our television, I can find wrestling by accident. So you have options, and then you don't have to watch something you don't like. So I don't watch stuff I don't like. No, you really don't. Um, something I don't also talk about. Something I don't like. I don't like WWE. Um, let's just say ignoring that Kofi was a world heavyweight champion. And mm -hmm. and what's funny about it is, you know, they did the whole uh, what they did when they brought up the caption on the TV about something. It was like, oh, New Day tag team mm -hmm. champions. They didn't say anything about Kofi's World Heavyweight Championship. He lost the title. Yo, he squeezed a pancake, and all the internet, uh, Twitter went crazy. Oh, you see, he is mad about it because he uh he squeezed the pancake when they brought it up. Yeah, but he still didn't say anything. He wins a tag title. He probably ain't gonna, gonna let him say it. Nope. That's the thing. And I'm sure he feel a certain way. And they want to have it both ways where, because I talked to Jeremy about it, I'm like, you know, he's like, oh, they didn't really ignore it that much. And he thought that. I'm like, yeah, because they didn't bring it up. But every time you see a poster for SmackDown, he's always on it. It's him and Roman Reigns. And before it was Charlotte, it, before it was Charlotte and Sasha. And now it's, um, Sasha and Bailey. Like every time you see a SmackDown commercial poster, they got the same four people. Kofi Kingston ain't just gonna be up there because he was just a SmackDown champion. So obviously a market like that. It's like I still see commercials where he get marketed. Every time they talk about SmackDown, he's one of the four. 
But yet we won't pretend, you know, that world title run didn't happen. We were all there. We all saw it. We all watched on WrestleMania. We saw what happened. You know, Brock Lesnar didn't wrestle the Invisible Man and win that title. <laughs> that match happened on SmackDown too. So it's like, why are you pretending it didn't happen? But then, then hype him up like he's a big part of the show. Either he is or he's not. Which one is it? Yeah, I. And I don't... SmackDown's in a real funny. SmackDown's in a real funny spot where their most hyped people aren't title holders, beside Bailey. Right. Like, what do we like? You think everybody that they were promoting has some type of title or doing something big, and it's almost like, okay, Kofi's the world tag team champion now. He just got that. He just got that. On a tape show. Roman Reigns hadn't been thinking about the title for the longest. He just been chilling. Wrestling Baron Corbin over and over again. Like, you know, and Sasha been chilling herself too. Bragging about how she got bragging about how Vince keep paying and how she got new theme music. They ain't trash like the rest of the people. Imagine Triple H losing the title and just never talking about it. <laughs> Imagine Austin just losing the title. Uh, I'm never gonna bring it up. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna, get, I'm gonna drink my beer. That's the bottom line. Like, no, he ain't saying that shit. And it just happened. And we just want to go with it. And y'all still pushing our faces like this. Yeah, that that part is that's that, dumb. Uh, but when I know what I know why that is, that's because who they got back there and Vince McMahon. Because if that was on NXT, ain't no way Triple H would let that shit go down. When I you know what's real hilarious about this, the whole thing? It was people justified him losing quickly because you set up a match with Kane Velasquez. What did all this lead to? So Brock beats Brock beats Kofi for the title, fused with Kane, beats Kane and Saudi in a match most people didn't see because Kane needed surgery. And it basically was all built up. So he wrestled Rey Mysterio. Like, we can wrap up with this. You know how insane that Brock Lesnar Rey Mysterio storyline is? Brock Lesnar quit SmackDown to go to Raw to shoot the fair one with Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio came up there and, and beat him up with a pipe because Brock beat up his friend and his son. And they having a match for the title of Survivor Series in 2019. <laughs> Kofi Kingston and Kane Velasquez both got sacrificed to set up Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio was halfway out the door like three months ago. Yeah, right? Well, he cutting them uh, halfway, uh, halfway promos about leaving. <laughs> yeah, I don't got it no more. And I'm about to take the mask off. And then his son, Walter Mysterio Jr., came <laughs> out like, no, dad, don't do it. And now he getting a title, like, now he getting a title match? Brock selling for Rey Mysterio. And I don't even blame Brock because, like, Kudos to Brock. Like, you know it's doing. 2019. They was feeling back in like 2002, 2003. I was an undergrad. I had just graduated undergrad back then. Like, play, what, was PlayStation 2 out yet? Mm. It might just came out. It might have, you know, if it mine wasn't out that long. When did they feel? 2000 or 2000? Somewhere around. Yeah, yeah probably. So, so keep in mind, people still playing PlayStation 2 and Dreamcast the last time they were feuding. And now they back feuding again. And Kofi title run win poof. And Kane lost his first match because he had a bad knee. It's like that match didn't happen in the first place, whatever. And that was a setup for this match. That's how weird wrestling is. Yeah, it's, it's... That, that whole storyline is just because I'm watching the promo like I'm quitting SmackDown. Because I was wondering how you know they were both champions on SmackDown, how they handle it. And Brock basically quitting because he he wanted to shoot the fear like he Debo. He got to I'm, I'm looking for like like this next Friday. It's definitely weird, and I I don't see any way. Uh, well, I don't even know how this is gonna be booked. It's gonna be interesting to see what they're gonna do. You know how it's gonna be booked. Rock I mean, gonna get a few. Uh, Brock gonna f five him to Mars. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm just like he came out there like a damn villain. Beating up somebody with a damn bat or pipe or whatever the hell it I was. Mean, but it's justified though, cause it's like No, it's not. Brock beat up his son. Look, man, put your hands up. Man, he did put his hands up. <laughs> like Brock beat up his damn son twice. Y'all he, jump. Y'all he, jump him. Matter of fact, he beat up his son with another dude. Look. <laughs> he used the man to beat up another man. Look, y'all so, just no, it ain't no, ain't no Ain't no fair ones. Like, yeah, no. fair ones. Yeah, don't get no pipe. Y'all three of y'all pull what up. What I say about Brock? 
that man has white eyebrows. You know who has white eyebrows? Kung Fu villains. Ain't no fair ones with no Kung Fu villains. If you saw Born Invincible, they try to stay was they talking about planning to set that man on fire. And it was like a twenty, <laughs> it was like twenty to one. Right like five foot four. He wanted to shoot the fair one of yeah, like, insane. The one. Man, like, you I'm surprised can... he if it was if it wasn't PG show, I'm sorry, he'd come with a damn gun. Yeah, that's what he should have. I dare that's what he should have did. <laughs> I'm hitting Haman first for that hot shit for talking all those jokes, and I'm shooting Brock in the kneecap, and I see a Survivor Series. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy because, like you said, it's 2019, and we're going here on Survivor Series, and yeah. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing the match. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of the Survivor Series matches. Like, we got Roderick Strong, AJ Styles, and Shinsuke in a three-way. Yeah, look, and you know something? My whole thing about this is I want them to book it maybe even. Or I don't want NXT to get squashed because it seems like they're they, they getting a lot of, you know, shine now to, you know, to road to Survivor Series. But, you know, I hear, I hear like a lot of scuttlebug, everybody saying, oh, you know, you know, they're going to give, uh, Lose all Man, Triple H, H ain't letting his boys get squashed. Like, people out their damn mind. Come on now. I, you know, <laughs> like, no, they, come on now. This is not invasion. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, <laughs> you're right about even, that. <laughs> this is, not, yeah, like, this is this is a whole different thing where it was different back when it's like, yeah, we got WCW, ECW, but we really didn't want them. We just didn't want them around anymore. We just wanted to do that to prove a point that WWE is better than both of them. That's why, like, that's why they had Sting lose the Triple H at Mania for no reason. Just to prove a point they already proved 15 years ago. And no, like we've seen how they booked like Triple H. It says a lot that Triple H and Shawn Michaels come out there repping the NXT colors like they trips. <laughs> like, like the whole because Triple H of all people being I'm the rebel leader, even though my dad runs WWE. And it's and it's almost looks like yeah I'm not WWE legend DX legend Evolution legend Hall of Famer Triple H I'm NXT head honcho Triple H and that's how everybody treats him it's insane but it works and Shawn Michaels made his number two man that's Shawn Michaels right one of the greatest who ever done it never went to WCW was always. I'm WWE. Once he was in WWF, that's all he was. And he did, like, you know, I'm wrecking the NXT flag because I like it too. And that's my my homie like it, so I like it. Yeah, they ain't getting squashed. Yeah. They yeah. got they got Walter and his whole master race group jumping Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> they got Shane up beating somebody up every every weekend. Like, no. They they're not gonna win every match. No, no. But the fact that they treated Adam Cole like a big deal. And I always worried about that. Like, could he? Because size wise, like, he was fine, and and it made him look fine. It's like it worked. It's like, yeah, that's and them being on TV is the biggest thing. They're on TV now. There's no reason to like. They're all in the same. When I say they're the same umbrella, they're all in the same umbrella. All three of them, and it's not two plus one anymore. It's three, and they get treated like that. Yeah, which is um really awesome. Uh, last question before we go. Uh, where the hell is Velveteen Dream in all this? He just don't have no... He's injured. Yeah. Oh, okay, People I forgot didn't... about it. Yeah, he's injured. I did not know. I did you not remember know when they, was... wrote, they had him jumped like one of those episodes of NXT? He got like jumped backstage. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I do remember. He was, he was really injured. They just did that to hide the injury, and we all for... and it worked because we forgot about it. We were like, how come he ain't showing up for all this stuff? It's like because he hurt. Because trust me, if he was not hurt, he you think he wouldn't have showed up? Yeah, 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 because I was like, oh man, he could be on Survivor Series. And I thought about it like last week. I was like, where the hell is the dream at? They're doing a fun and they're doing a thing where they're booking two NXT is booking two pay per views at the same time because they're still doing their takeover stuff while Survivor Series is going on. So that's why Adam Cole's beating up two people on NXT, not just one. Because, like, yeah, you know, I got my NXT, I got my Survivor Series stuff. War Games is still a thing, we still got smoke. Oh yeah, so yeah, so yeah, because they do it. They do it Saturday and Sunday, right? I don't know if it's this. I don't know if it's the same day or not. I'm not sure. I thought they said they're going to start. They splitting up. 
I gotta check the date of when Takeover is, cause I before he was always like the day before, but now I'm not sure if they're still doing that. Hold on, let's check. So I have to. Yeah, but it's like they're they're like booking two storylines at the same time and doing it well and making it make sense. Yeah, it's the twenty third. Uh, yep, it's still a Saturday. Okay. So, so I guess it's after this one. That's when they're gonna start uh probably booking them around booking them around the same time AEW does their does their big show. Yeah, but um the, oh, here's the thing. People ask why I didn't pay one of the big things came out with the whole AEW thing is like when you used to spending ten dollars a month on the network, spending fifty dollars for a pay per view ain't hitting it lot no more like that. I'm like, Ooh. and that was my thing. I could afford it, but I'm like, why? The last pay per view I purchased was when Khabib fought Conor McGregor. I don't really rock with pay per views anymore since the network came because it's like you got to give me a big reason to spend sixty, fifty to seventy five dollars. You gotta give me a reason. Yeah, and that's my issue that I talked about last week. That I feel that this price point has to change if you want to get people to buy your pay per views. Because I get it, you ain't doing but what four or six a year, and that's cool because that means you'll probably have specials on TNT or whatever. Um, but still, if you want to get those numbers and people to see your big shows, which that's what you're supposed to be trying to do, you gotta bring it down. Like, come on, bro, at least what twenty. Third, I do like anything. Once you get up over thirty, you start asking questions because it's all you got a lot of options. Like you know, Disney Plus just dropped today. Everybody has a streaming service. Money is limited because people broke. The network spoiled people. It spoiled a lot of people. Like not just in fact WWE pay per views. It's getting like UFC pay per views. I'm like, even I got ESPN Plus. I know, man. Like. I ain't dropping sixty dollars for two matches. Yeah, because like, like I, I'm not, I'm not doing that no more. I used to do that. I'm like, unless it's something I really want to see, I ain't doing it. Yeah, it, uh, uh, ESPN Plus on some madness too with that. Oh, you gotta buy this, but oh, you still gotta pay for the pay per view. I was like, what? Has Vince McMahon didn't teach y'all anything? And they looking long term too. I don't know how that affected UFC's long like numbers. They probably look like you know we want to get this bag because we ain't sure the bag gonna exist. And TV money is the thing because it's like for all the talk what WWE struggles with is like a big part of them don't care between the money USA and Fox give them the money Saudi give them give a damn they should but they don't. Yeah, they definitely should, but they yeah. should because it's. That that whole thing, short term thing, have a way of biting in the ass long term. It's like it doesn't hurt you. You don't lose anything by spending a little bit more to take care of your people and not have them do stuff they don't want to do because you can afford it. Like Mr. Man ain't living forty more years. What difference does it make to him? And Triple H and Steph and they were rich. Like, and it has come like it gets to a certain level where it behooves you to invest in your people because after a while it's like when you don't you just create harsh feelings it's like why are you making stuff harder than it needs to be like AEW don't make it easier for AEW by pissing off the people you have now and then when they leave they remember because it's like here's a perfect thing to wrap up with we didn't talk about it in the sports thing but it's a good thing in wrestling we talked about this whole loyalty and stuff and you know one of the effects like being ruthless is like either secure the bag at all costs and whatever, I don't care. People talk to people. And it's like, if you did that to me, if you did that to my homie, why would I do it to you? Look what happened to Celtics. What happened to Isaiah Thomas? Happened. Business. Fine. Kyrie Irving doesn't go there. He, I mean, Kyrie Irving, he leaves. It's like, oh, that's fine. We want him either. What big free agents going there? Kimmel that ain't Walker. Gordon Hayward. That ain't Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Kemba Walker because nobody else got the money. Yeah, Kemba Walker went there because Charlotte wasn't paying Kemba Walker. I mean, it's like nobody else is paying him, but they pay him. It's like, yeah, if it's somebody that's nobody's gonna pay you that money, you go there. Anthony Davis going there? No. Hell no. Kawhi Leonard going like no. no. I see how you see how you treated the home. Like I ain't dealing with that shit. That's and this kind of like that matters when you ain't the only bag in town anymore. WWE used to be able to do that because it's like you didn't have any other options. It's options now. And it's not just AEW, it's indie options. Like, I, I ain't dealing with that from you. It's some that's going to deal with it because, like, you know, I got four kids to feed. And it's some that's like, you know what? I'm straight. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm all right. You can you can you can keep it. I ain't dealing with you. I see how you treat people. Whatever. It's the reason Joey Ryan was chilling. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And he, and he always asked them. It's like, nah, why? So I can take a pay cut to be a trainer on NXT. You got your damn mind. It's um. You won't be on TV. Like he was on Glow. <laughs> like Joey, I've seen Joey Ryan. I heard Joey Ryan before I ever saw him wrestle, and I've seen him on plenty of things, both TV and wrestling. Joey Ryan, like, seems like he's living his best life, and he having a match where he's doing a, a dick suplex with Ken Shamrock. And they yeah. both seem to be enjoying themselves, and they like, how you gonna tell me live? I'm having fun with my life doing what I want to do, and you mad about it. Uh, the only person having a heart attack is Jim Cornette. Yeah, that's the only person. And, and it, it, ain't just, it ain't just him. Oh, it is him. Yes, people have issues like, the whole when they want people to go to places for their enjoyment, not the person enjoyment. I, that's why I get mad every time I see that Cody gif when it's like he putting his, his hand to his ear. Like, <laughs> everybody don't want to go to AEW. Like, <laughs> oh, such, such Randy Orton talking about contract. Randy Orton was never going to no damn AEW. Are y'all out y'all mind? Oh, no, that was a that was to get him some more money. That's all yeah. that was. Like Randy Orton is a damn lifer, and Randy Orton probably like you know what? If WWE don't give me my money, I just go home with my family and kids and just be rich for the rest of my life. Yeah, the only people that's looking, I would say it like this: the the people that's asked for their release, um, the people that you can probably guess uh, are people like your you know uh, revivals and stuff like that. Are people that will probably end up in somewhere else or wherever else they go, other than WWE because. They, they just been, want to be different, and they want the money. They want it's the difference between. I mean, to interrupt you, like you know, I want a chance to like do my craft because mm-hmm. my craft's important to me, and not I don't feel like I'm doing like since cars whole thing is like you know I'm not growing. I want to do more, and money didn't seem to be the issue. Because like trust me, people want their money like the Andersons, Anderson and Gallows. Well, why y'all stay? I can buy four more forerunners. That's why I stayed. They absolutely sound like <laughs> Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. They they yeah. get it. they get it. Yeah, like AJ Style, like Nakamura. Oh, I want him to go AEWC. He had the matches I used to watch a few years ago. He ain't. He don't want to do that shit no more. That's why he left in the first place. He wanted to surf and chill. <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? Like, they you once you're in your late thirties, you don't be doing. Because kudos to Rock and Roll Express. Maybe people don't want to be six years old doing Canadian Destroyers for like, yeah, that's cool. They doing it. No, I'm happy that they're alive to do it. That shit ain't cool. Um, <laughs> like, like imagine Tom Brady had to be a quarterback because he had to be. Like, I got to take care. Bridget Moynihan is kicking my ass in child support. That's why I'm a quarterback for the Patriots. I'm 49 years old, still dropping back. Would it still be cool then? I I always just tell people to put it into your daily life. We all pretty much work. When I go to work, I'm trying to get paid to do as less, <laughs> as least as less as I can do. I got to deal with attitudes. Yeah, you know that's every job. Blah blah blah. Whatever stuff like. But I'm not trying to do nothing. So I get it when those guys like, oh AJ Styles should look at the AEW contract. He's not trying to do five star matches anymore. Like yeah, that yeah. was cool when he was twenty, but like okay, I want to go mm-hmm. spend time with my family in the next two to three years. Yeah, nobody look at Samoa Joe who barely wrestles anymore, and and think about maybe people don't want to do that, so they don't and like like Samoa Joe. Like I get it, y'all want a great match, and uh-huh. the whole thing I say is I can easily go watch a great Samoa Joe's back. I can go pop in my hipster ringer on the old DVDs mm-hmm. and watch all what he gave his body. Yeah, like it was a Samoa Joe before he did that spot on the steps, and it was Samoa Joe since then, and they are not the same. Like Samoa Joe crest great promos, and he can't wrestle no more because his body don't let him. Nigel McGuinness is in there commentating because he can't wrestle anymore because his body won't let him. Daniel Bryan, it was a miracle that he came back. People just people kind of like ignore that fact now. We was he wasn't wrestling anymore. We all accepted that. Mm-hmm. And people wonder, like, is he going to die? Now he just wrestles like it's no big deal. Edge might one day, you know, people wondering, is he going to come back and anything? And, you know, it's like, yeah, man. I don't, if you can and your health there, Go ahead. cool. But if it's not, chill like Steve Austin. Yeah. Steve Austin, like, yeah, I got one more match in me. 
Don't you don't have to do don't I mean yeah, don't. you cool you don't you don't have to if you want to that's fine because trust me HBK came back and it did not I the money might have been worth it but nothing else seemed to be worth it and he no. got a look at his he had a look in his face like this is it was not really worth all that it ain't even a legacy for us what's the point wrestling is hard just women like Paige walking around in her twenties retired. Yeah, not even like Nikki Bella age. Like Nikki Bella retired because of neck. You know, people talking about oh, the Bellas don't wrestle. Nikki Bella retired because of damn neck issues. Yeah, if I keep wrestling, I'm gonna be paralyzed. So I don't wrestle no more. Nikki Bella, she ain't a jumping bomb angel. So no, yeah. I don't need to see these old. I don't need to see these old people out here putting their bodies on the line and doing all this stuff. And now you know, <laughs> I need a five star match so I can brag about it. Like yeah, yo, it, I get it. I get it. We have been spoiled as wrestling fans, especially, uh, I would say wrestling fans, somewhat like me and others who look into other promotions and maybe watch New Japan religiously and stuff like that. So we see a lot of great matches. Some of those people in Japan died. Exactly. Like, for our I, sins. <laughs> like, you know, I always wondered for the longest time, I said, as um uh, uh, the great Muda got older, I said, why is he walking like that? Okay, why is he walking like that? And then it took me like reading like, oh, this motherfucker had so many damn knee surgeries that I get it. And from doing that damn moonsault, his knees banging on the damn wood. So, oh, okay. Yeah, now I'm understanding. No, nah, you know, you realize the ring is wood. It wasn't the first time, whatever. It was an NXT match. It was some match where they pulled the rope off. They pulled the um, canvas off. You saw the wood plank. Yeah. And that's the first time it sunk. I'm like, yeah, they're doing all this on wood. Wood is not soft. <laughs> it's wood. Hardwood floor. It ain't called softwood floors. And... That's the, and it's funny where that's the first time I notice that it happened. You know, it's like, yeah, they wrestle on that. That has consequences. And it's kind of like Kurt Angle's career should have warned us about like, no, don't be, don't be pissed away your life and almost damn near dying chasing star ratings. How many people, how many people we had out the paint? Eddie Guerrero, gone. Benoit. If, and family going like how many times that happened because we was chasing stuff chasing profession chasing greatness no don't do that i mean you can do it and you don't don't okay, do it. like no 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 that's what i'm saying i can go back and watch ricky steamboat and macho man and be like you know what that's one hell of a match and it wasn't any it's always dangerous getting in the ring yeah that's but guess what happened yeah and Ricky Steamboat was great, and then he had an injury, and he didn't wrestle again. And then one day he got in the ring and almost died. It's just, I don't know, man. Rick Rude, same thing. Yeah, tried yeah. Himself, didn't wrestle, tried to come back one more time, died because of it. Brian Pillman, same thing. No. No, don't. be. You know, as a rock never did, rock always wrestled a certain style. It's a it's reason, reason for that. Yeah. It's and, a reason you know, why Austin. Back, and Rock came, this was awesome before he got hurt. And the same thing, Rock came at Russell Cena, tore the, almost tore the leg off his bone. That's why Hollywood like, no, we ain't letting you do this rusted shit. You messed up Hercules. You messed up our movies. Like, that was the thing. Like, he got seriously hurt. And The Rock's a trained professional. And he got in the ring, clumsy ass Cena. It got hurt twice, both matches. It's like, it's a reason why The Rock, you know, they don't got a bag big enough to throw at The Rock to have him like Russell a match match. Yeah, like but all the rumors, like you know, Russell Roman Reigns and everything like that. It's like, how much money are you paying him? You getting you getting him Saudi money? I mean, that's what it takes. When you look at the old Flair matches, his old five star matches, he if there was risk again, there's always risk getting in the ring, but it's not this strong style risk. The the Japanese, you know, that strong style stuff came over here and we really? started doing it. Huh? You think you think his hip ain't feeling a certain way? Look at Hulk no, Hogan. No, no, no. What I'm saying is motherfuckers like oh i'm gonna just fall on my neck yeah i'm gonna take this i'm gonna take this belly to back i'll be okay yeah we can do it from the top to, road i ain't trying to fall off nothing <laughs> like yeah like it's cool to I'm, watch i'm i'm rolling i'm trying to be i'm trying to be healthy and walk like forget all that the rest that's why it's like kudos to them I ain't trying to do that shit yeah that shit ain't if i played high school football i barely played that that shit was painful it hurts um and no they can have it kudos to all those doing it that's why i hate ladder matches 
I hate all those TLC matches, all that. Like, cause it's cool. Then we hear the aftermath of people being addicted to opioids and damn near dying and all that stuff. Or dies. Like, people, no. And I always, I don't know. I always find it weird. I don't. It just rubs me the wrong way when people joke about that angle, call him Perk Angle, when he went to. I was like, yeah, that shit ain't funny. Yeah, that's not. That's not. No. No. I follow, I, and I got friends who do it, and like I know they don't mean anything when they do it. But I'm like, that shit ain't cool. He he almost died. Yeah, it like hearing him talk about it, I'm just like, yeah, because it, it was funny at first. But until I heard him really talk about it, I'm just like, nah, man, this ain't it. <laughs> this and then he came back it. to Russell, and it's like, oh, he sh-, and it was like, yeah, I don't want to see him Russell anymore because he ain't got it. And it's like, is it because he ain't got it, or you worry about his health? Because you want to worry about his health, you make all them jokes. It's like, yeah, it got to the point where I was taking 40 to 50 pills a day. And you still, I'm like, yo, yeah. People, yeah, that's, that's, people maybe don't realize how much that is, how much pain time you have to have. You get to that number and he alive. Like, no. Kurt Angle almost damn near died for wrestling. And somebody gonna tell me, so, are you ready for Knowing Angle? that, yeah, knowing that, and then you make fun of Brock Lesnar for, for chilling, Psh, all right. I, you go ahead and do that. Yeah, everybody always give you a, people give you a hard time, man. Hey, I'll be saying Cena ain't coming back for no. Uh, he, he enjoying this movie money. I don't care if y'all think the movie's corny. He ain't, that checks. He getting it. He be all right. Imagine him taking a bump. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, probably. I, I could. I come out there rapping again too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he go let he go to China get one one forearm punch and go back. You know, no. Once he grew his his hair out. And start looking, and start looking like John Laurinaitis. Yeah, that wrestling career is a wrap. And don't like let that a, man, don't let a Fast Furious character become a thing. It's gonna become a thing. <laughs> they don't get John Cena. It's like that man was just in a Nickelodeon Fire movie. He's gonna be in Suicide Squad and Fast and the Furious. And whenever they do the next Transformers sequel, he'll probably be in that too. That man, you should come back and wrestle. Nope. For what? <laughs> I mean, seriously. For, for y'all to boom? <laughs> you know what? Like, every, we've reached a point where, and this is the perfect time to wrap up, how wrestling is full circle. Rock and Cena first feuded because Cena's big thing is like Rock left movies and never came back and he didn't love it like Cena. Cena was always there. Who came back for SmackDown when they went to Fox? The Rock. And why couldn't Cena come back? He's busy, man. Because he was busy. And guess what he was busy doing? <laughs> Filming a Fast and Furious movie. Busy. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> and everyone accepted that. And it's such irony that John Cena was busy doing a Fast and Furious movie to come back to SmackDown, but The Rock was able to do it. Yeah. Wasn't got- The Rock too busy to Fast and Furious to come? It, yeah, it's like they, they feuded over that. Is he doing fast five? You ain't here. It's funny because do you know how that's like a humbling experience once you start getting into the world that he was in and you know the things that he had to do and you like, damn, now I see. Let me go talk he, to this man and apologize. He said it and he he like you know he asked the rock for advice. It's like you know just be yourself. That's why they signed you for these movies. It's like it's different when you actually do it. That's why people always talk about, oh, I would do this, this, and this. If I made this, I never run. You, you can say that because they know the fact. Wait till you get there. Because I will say this about the whole money thing. I know why athletes spend the money they spend. It's it's real easy. It's easy to say, oh, you manage money different. It's different till you have it. And if you used to not having it, and then one day you just have a lot. You on you want to have fun, and you can people can tell you oh you shouldn't do this this way you should get four hundred one k and it's like yeah all right that sounds real cool, but you ain't gonna do that. You gotta walk through it and learn for you at that point, and that's what John Cena had to do because once he was there oh yeah I can't really do this wrestling thing anymore if I'm busy doing this movie stuff and learn to speak Mandarin and stuff like that and like he has no reason to ever go. He doesn't have anything else to accomplish. It's not like, you know, another title run. That don't matter. Like, and it's not just I'm doing movie. He's a movie star. Like, movies open because of him. TV shows are on because of him. That's his life now. Yeah. And what a life. And he's, in, he's in his 40s. He won't be. I know we doing stuff longer than we need to do, but it's like, chill. 
Like Triple H comes out every now and then because he's there, but he's busy doing NXT stuff. He ain't got nothing to prove. Like you at a certain age, it's like well, I ain't doing this shit no more. Like Undertaker, I don't know. I don't know why he still do it. I that check that one check a year got to be just hella good. That's the, that's the only thing I can think of. And it's the fact that not only that, when he tried when somebody else ready to hand him a check, WWE hands him more. Cause Starcast yeah. was gonna. Yeah. Nah, let's go to the bag. It's like people just throw money at Undertaker and fans still love him. It's like he's like the Rolling Stones. This is the idea of the Undertaker. Like, people like, how come Undertaker's still around? Because people still pay money to see him because they still want to see him. You know, I don't I mean? know why, but that's what they do. That's the best damn explanation I heard comparison of the undertaker i've ever heard the rolling stones because you would never i would never understand why people are paying to see a, a 70 year old man dance around like when he was when he was 20 and they paying a lot of money a whole lot rolling stones be bringing in bank they ain't paying no 20 dollars. they paying their cheapest tickets be like a couple hundred dollars people be paying thousands of dollars to see them it's like that's one damn fan base that you're gonna see people their age at their concerts mm-hmm. And they they're going droves. That their house paid for, college mm-hmm. paid for. What else they spending money on? And that's a lot of WWE fans. Like, we grew up watching The Undertaker. We grown. We got money to spend. I couldn't buy WrestleMania back when I was watching the Attitude Era. <laughs> I, I was like, I went like five straight. Like, I got, I could go spend money on The Undertaker now. And if I don't got nothing else to spend it on, that's what we are. We're the Rolling Stone. This generation of fans are the Rolling Stone fan base. And we just we just need to admit it to ourselves. That's who we are, and that's why they keep bringing why they keep bringing the NWO back and everything like because of us. That's why because we keep asking for we keep eating it up. Ooh. That's why we see the million dollar man every goddamn year and with a rolled dog. All they got to say is, "Oh, attitude stars will be back on Raw. Raw numbers go up. As soon as they are, mm-hmm. Raw numbers go back down." People complain about it on Twitter and watch it on TV. Hmm. Funny how that works out. But anyway, uh, we are going to close it out this week of uh, episode number five. Shahid, I'd like to thank you to come and you know you talked wrestling. I know you, I know you really didn't probably want to, but I still appreciate you coming on and talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and Facebook. Got any questions or comments? Uh, you can leave at Jeff versus Roy Yahoo.com. I'd like to thank everybody who listens to episode number four because that jump just got super duper numbers all of a sudden. So hopefully this one will too. Um, and we're not going to give you Shahees because you're probably. No, I don't want wrestling. I do not want wrestling fans following me on Twitter. <laughs> no. So we are not giving mine. If you follow me, you got to earn it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Y'all, too many y'all goddamn weirdos and y'all jumping my mentions and I cuss people out before I block them. So don't do it. So, um, yeah, listen to the other shows. You may uh, get Shahid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do it because CM Punk four nineteen. No, don't. Uh-uh. If you got a WWE in your Twitter, your AVI, your, no, uh-uh. do not follow me. Don't jump in my mentions. Don't jump in my comments. This life is not for you. I'm not. I'm not reasonable and nice when it comes to that. Uh, On that note, we are out. Peace.